break their website until you uh, pay for their reporting. More and more, more and more publications, completely unusable websites, especially if you have an ad blocker. Yeah. Which used to be a thing that worked. Yeah. This and is, now it doesn't. This yeah. is like the basically the, uh, the publication equivalency to the whole antibiotic, uh, arms race right, that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it used to be a shot of penicillin. It would, it would get rid of any, uh, you know, venereal disease you have. Just one. Boom. Now, now it's a uh, two weeks of ciprofloxacin that leaves you like <laughs> shitting and vomiting yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for a week. Yeah. Yeah. These sailors, they're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said this on Twitter, but uh, I like it, newspaper subscriptions are a fucking scam. They're a fucking yeah. scam. Yeah. <laughs> so our Troy record, you know, whenever I see like a really good deal on. A newspaper subscription, I, I get it. You know, it's yeah. like $2 for three months or something. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. And then when I, and then I put it in my calendar whenever it's supposed to expire. And I'm, you know, my introductory rate expires. And then I call them and I cancel it. Except I never cancel it because when I call them, they're like, uh, okay, so, you know, if it's supposed to go, for example, for the Troy record, it's supposed to go to $3 a week. And they were like, well, would you be willing to do $2 a week? And I'm like, no, I just don't read it often enough. And they're like, okay, uh, what I can do for you then is give you 27 weeks for $3. <laughs> Six months of the... So, so like, my question is, like, are there people who are paying $3 a week for the Troy oh, Record course. digital subscription? Yeah, and they're, and they're, and they're old people that don't know any better. Six fucking just getting months. Built. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a scam. Yeah. It's such I, a scam. They, they want the uh, circulation numbers, right? Because that is like a multiplier factor for the... For the advertising. For the advertising. Yeah, yeah. That's why, that's why they, so they just want the numbers. It's like and magazines. They'll get, and they'll try to get as much money as they can from you directly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like how you cancel your magazine subscription and you still get that magazine for like two years because... Yeah, it's so, what a weird concept that you pay for a product that is mostly ads. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. and like, you know, perfume uh, samples, and then they sell your 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 information. They're like the oh, yeah, original yeah. sell your data. They got the in, inter- internet magazine uh, subscriptions. gremlins, uh, aka cookies. Yeah, no, uh, way back, um, the Eisenhower presidential campaign was the first campaign to start using direct advertising. Okay, and they they bought the um, subscription database or i don't know what you'd call it sheet of paper <laughs> back then <laughs> you know that um uh, of all of the um subscribers to i think it was like home and gardens magazine or like it was, it was some sort of like very middle class like new uh magazine for for um uh uh like 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 uh um uh stay-at-home moms like housewives yeah and they, they would go right after the housewives and uh, send direct mailers to them if you subscribe to the magazine. Uh, and I guess it worked because he was a fucking president. Yeah. Wow. wow. Effective tactics. So, uh, sorry that we were not, uh, that we didn't record last week. But I do hope that folks enjoyed the bonus episode that we released. Um, it's one of my favorites that we've done. The same house, same car. So... And we're back, baby. And I have to issue a correction because in the last episode that we recorded, that would be 108, um, I did include a clip of Andrew Cuomo saying that we were all wrong. But that, and that's not strictly true. Chris was not wrong. Chris predicted that he would resign. 
Yep. And so congratulations to Chris. Yay! Yay. For, for getting that Thank right. You. I feel vindicated. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> your, uh, your talking head position in box nine of MSNBC is awaiting you. Hell and in my yeah. Di- I tried to find a clip of Cuomo saying, I was wrong. But you'll be shocked to know that that clip does not exist. He is Cuomo. He wasn't wrong. He was Italian. Yeah. <laughs> He just loved too much. <laughs> so RIP to uh, to and Governor Andrew Cuomo. It's or or at least his, his political career in the medium term. He'll yeah. be president. Yeah, yeah. President. No, that's, that's, why, that's why I say yeah. medium term. Yeah, yeah. no, he'll, like he's got to uh, probably go to like some sort of sex rehabilitation camp yeah. or something, right? They have those for rich people where you, you they they like uh, launder your, your uh, public image and you come out the other side. Uh, and like, I don't crave sex inappropriately anymore. Just like, I know, just I like David Duchovny. Right? He should just change tack and start sniffing the hair of, of children the yeah. way that our current president does. And then maybe that'll, you know, put him, put him yeah, back on fine. the right track. Yeah. You know, uh, at this point, like, there's probably a market to make a, uh, uh, a drug that makes old men not horny. And just like get <laughs> the all, Viagra, yeah, get all of the uh, politicians to just take it as like a security policy to just like not do political suicide <laughs> through like <laughs> sexual assault and uh, fucking sexual harassment of like their literal fucking employees and shit. And I feel like when we did we did that bit where I was Andrew Cuomo and I was coming around at the office and I, I gave you a Cuomo sexual mug and stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I still feel a little dirty just having done that <laughs> yeah, bit because yeah. it's like too too real. I don't. I mean, I mean, I understand now, why you feel that way. Yeah. I don't feel that way, and I'm the one who got harassed. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody should feel dirty after it, uh, but oh but yeah, it's basically it was just like that. Yeah. It was like yeah. just like that. And uh, so, do we know anything about the new the lieutenant uh, governor Hokel? Not much. I mean, I don't. I don't. The, yeah. The, the received pronunciation is Hoke is Hokel. Hokel, yeah. Uh, like ry- yokel. It rhymes yeah. with yokel is how I, I was told to pronounce it. Uh, I know that she. Uh, was a, a district attorney, I want to say, out in um, uh, western New York, around the Buffalo area, and um, uh, was uh, generally again. Uh, what was the? There was one thing that was like, that, uh, um, I, I, I didn't like. Oh, yeah, she. I think she was like against gay marriage for a really oh, long Jesus. time. Yeah, so Democrat. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, she was just a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like she was just doing what Barack Obama told yeah, yeah. her to do in two thousand eight. Um. Yeah, but now I'm. Uh, I don't. You know, it's it's it wouldn't be politically expedient, so she won't do. She doesn't. She doesn't have an opinion on it anymore. I imagine. Yeah. All right. Well, she uh, got like a rainbow face tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I fucking big, love them. Big shoes to fill. I I wish her the yeah. best of luck. Yeah. 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 I, I I hope she makes many deals. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think that's the most we can hope for for a governor of New York. Uh, so big, big week yeah. in the news. Yeah, yeah. Well, Many lot, things are happening. A lot of historic events happening right in front of our eyes. Um, you know, the ground and, moving under our feet, so yeah. to speak. Am I crazy, or have we pronounced it Kabul for the last fucking twenty years, up until like a month ago, and yeah. now it's Kabul? Which I, from what I understand, is like the appropriate pronunciation. Um, if you're speaking from I don't know what people in Afghanistan speak. Well, I think it has to do with like our uh, cultures shifting from a 
uh, arrogant, um, self, uh, congratulatory, uh, imperial, uh, occupier yeah. to a, um, uh, like regretful, um, hand wringing, um, you know, welcoming them to civil society and being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like we yeah. shouldn't have done this. I've just so noticed much. that like newscasters and stuff have, have shifted their pronunciation, which you know what? Big strides, big strides in uh, <laughs> well, injustice like, for the Afghani people. Like everyone said, Iran for yeah. like ever. And it's Iran. Iran. Yeah, it's yeah. Iran. Chile. <laughs> Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Deutschland. I, why don't we call it Deutschland? That's I what they know. call it. It's so weird. It would be like if we just renamed Italy like Pasta Land. Like yeah. why? Why can't we say what they? Uh, anyway. I call it pasta land. <laughs> I call it the big boot. Yeah, right. The big boot. <laughs> the big boot. Uh, uh, meatball sanctuary. All right. That's enough anti-Italian racism hey, hey, for this show. We love Italy. Yeah. We love it. When um, the moon hits your eye like a big It's their national anthem, pie, right? That's a resignation. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so finally happened question mark like i still am waiting for the other shoe to drop like i'm still waiting for like a surge of like seventy thousand fucking u.s troops to be deployed once like biden like finally buckles under right. the pressure of like the entire liberal and conservative news establishment like you know just like tearing him to pieces for uh i don't know just like ending a system of power in this country that wasn't going to go in any other direction for and had been going in the direction that it was for 20 years. Yeah, I feel like after 20 years, like you, as soon as you leave, everything goes exactly back to the way it was before you got except there. Worse, yeah, yeah, except worse. Like you weren't doing it. Yeah, like you were just like uh, uh, killing people until they like to keep them away from like the the wrong building or something. It's like it's fucking. I don't know. It sucks. Like, yeah. we just fucked that place up really bad, and it was fucked up, like, three times before by other bigger countries that thought they could get all the copper and lithium and oil in, from there, too, and now it's just fucked up again, and maybe China will pay them a lot for a pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not to mention poppy and yeah, opium and lithium. heroin trade and yeah, lithium yeah. and, yeah, all the other riches that... uh we were able to plunder for 20 years. Fortunately, there's still plenty more for, you know, other world superpowers to plunder. Yeah. We just, we had our, we had our turn and now it's time to let somebody <laughs> else have a turn. It's only fair. This is not like, you know, it, it, there is like a tendency to be like, well, what was it even for? Like if everything just went back to the same way it was. And it's like that uh, argument rationale only makes sense if you actually think that the purpose of us invading Afghanistan was to build a democracy. Yeah, to do and anything it just, good. It never, that was never the point. Yeah, it was always um, to enrich a bunch of private military and contractors. People, and, and real estate developers. Yeah. We'll yep. actually talk about this in the bonus episode about uh, the Trump tax breaks and, you know, sort of who reaped the benefits of that. Patreon.com slash iron. Patreon.com slash ironweeds. But, uh, you know, real estate developers uh and builders and contractors, not real estate developers, but uh, like engineers and contracting firms made a shit ton of money in Iraq and Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. So. I uh, mean, a trillion dollars was spent. And who was that spent on? Who took the profits from that? Like, you know, in your uh, podcast reaction, you had the um, uh, reading of uh, Smedley Butler's uh, War is a Racket. Yes. And he goes right into, it's like, it's like a cut from capital, you know? It's like, uh, it, he goes right into the numbers of what 
various corporations made on in terms of profit versus uh, the profit rate that they had in pre-war er- eras yeah. and explain that basically like tons and tons of blood and treasure gets spent, but it doesn't necessarily just evaporate. Like most of it sort of does. It goes into like literal bombs and shit that like don't create any returning um, value. But a lot of it just goes into factories that make bombs and factories that make Humvees and like pe- the shareholders stock portfolios for these companies, etc. And like if you had invested Invested in Raytheon or Northrop Grumman or Halliburton or like any of these places, like right at the beginning of the Iraq or the uh, Afghan war, the stocks that of these companies are often like 10, 20 times what they were back then. So, Absolutely, when, yeah. so when we ask, what was this all for? It's really clear. It was a huge what, wealth transfer. Yes. Yeah. And in, it was um, a bunch of private interests bending the public, you know, piggy bank to their whim because they could. Because, you know, Bush did a 9-11 and then there was these fucking uh, perfect argument to basically invade a two sovereign nations and one of which we were in military occupation for for 20 years, the longest war in U.S. history. And I say Bush did 9-11 tongue-in-cheek, but, like, thinking about it more, the sketchiness of that day has been looming large on, like, this entire last week, you know? Yeah. And I've been thinking we should probably do a bonus episode just about 9-11, maybe, for uh, its 20th anniversary. Good, yeah. Also, like, Truanon did a really good series on 9-11. Yeah, it was, like, Um, six parts It was a six-part series on 9-11. And that's, like, a super conspiratorial take, which Mm -hmm. I personally love and support and I think it's valid. Um, but like they actually talk to, you know, they are, first of all, I don't know, smarter than me anyway, but they actually talk to like people who know a lot about the history of 9-11. I, I highly recommend that. Um, and the humanitarian disaster that's happening in Afghanistan right now can't be like overstated. Like I'm not yeah, having yeah. like schadenfreude or any pleasure at like our, you know, military empire uh, just taking the hugest L and like fucking just cutting you know bait and running uh it's fucked up like a lot of afghan uh people are going to suffer even more than they did over the military occupation of the last 20 years in the coming weeks and months and like looking at what's going on at the kabul airport um is fucking tragic yeah it's really fucking tragic like seeing a you know fucking dude you know in full military armor grabbing a baby by the ankle and like picking it up over a barbed wire fence it's just like just yeah like dumping it into a into a truck that and hopefully that baby gets somewhere safe and then seeing people falling off of fucking airplanes Airplanes, yeah just like clinging to the wings and fucking flight uh or uh landing gear and shit which you have to imagine like they were like it's either this or something worse right like there is this rational thinking person is like there is something worse if i don't do this waiting for me is like yeah it is absolutely horrifying it's fucking horrifying it's fucking tragic and it's just like it's such a uh it's such a media spectacle as well whereas like the last 20 years of like hundreds of thousands of afghan people being killed by our troops like isn't like yeah. we don't have videos of the no knock raids. We right. don't have like you know um, like a 
uh, thronging masses of people to represent the overall suffering that we have. And so everybody's having like a, you know, look, all of a sudden something went wrong. Yeah. 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 It's like, it it, it was going fine for the last 20 years. And now all of a sudden everything's fucked up. It's like, no, it was, it was just a rolling yeah, it, chaos for for that entire time, and it will now continue to be in this like acute period, and yeah. and you just like imagine all these people that like to get by, like you have to play nice with the invading army, right? Us. Yeah, play nice with whoever's in power. Yeah, with whoever's in power, right? And so you start with that us, and it's been twenty years. You've made your whole, whole career, whatever it is, like playing nice with whoever's in power now, and now when it switches. Like your life you, is in danger. Now, your yeah, family's life yeah, is in danger. Yeah. yeah. Now every now now everyone that was your friend is either gone or your enemy. Yep. And like the new new people hate the people you worked for before. And yeah, that's that's horrifying. That's horrifying. And n- none of us even know what that like experience is like. No. Right. You imagine like working at the DMV, and now all of a sudden, uh, the people that you worked for uh, flew to fucking Canada. And now um, the people that are coming in, like, think that you were aiding, like, the, the terrorists or something. Yeah, and, they're like, basically and, like, gonna, you're gonna, they're going to put you against a wall. They're going to do Nuremberg trials yeah, for you. Now, yeah, because you, know? you, because, you, because you worked for the DMV or something. Yeah, it's, it's really um, disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, um, the, the, the thing that I keep trying to grapple with right now is, is like, it's sort of summed up in a quote by um, Mark Twain that I'm totally going to massacre right now, but it's talking about um, in reference to, I think it was like the revolutions, like the French revolution and stuff, the great terror that came after where thousands of people were decapitated and by the guillotine. And, you know, it was just like this sort of um, terror imposition um, that happened through the revolution. And he was saying, you know, we're taught to fear and abhor that horror. And we're taught to ignore and uh, silence the ongoing horror of everyday life for the masses of people under a pre-revolutionary, like, period. Yeah. Where they were ground to the, you know, to the fucking bone by just exploitation and poverty and, like, powerlessness and everything else. And that, like, we, you know, are only supposed to, like, have moral sympathy uh, during, like, these you know extremely dramatic cuts of time yeah and like this whole period like i'm watching my timeline on my fucking instagram and shit and i'm seeing all these things about donate to afghanistan donate to afghanistan all these people saying hey like these are the places to donate to afghanistan for to do humanitarian relief and by all means like if you have extra money and you want to be a help like, please donate to these places. But if you have time if, to also do the research and yeah, figure out, sure. if it isn't figure like, out if yeah, it's, it's actually, just like Sean. Sean King wants to like add another like garage to his mansion yeah, in New Jersey yeah, or something. Sh- yeah, sure. But like, I guess the thing that's you know getting me is like I have been donating. <laughs> I guess not donating voluntarily, but being forced to donate huge portions of the money that I make to destroy I this saw, country I saw to enrich figure, people who are destroying it. I saw a figure and I and I tried to find it again um so take it with a grain of salt but the average person over the age of 30 has spent personally $9,000 in tax money 
To destroy to Afghanistan. To destroy Afghanistan. Yeah. And the idea that, like, I am also the moral actor that should be, like, reaching once again into my piggy bank to, like, give over to what, like, do the reparations for the other $9,000 I used to destroy this fucking country. And it's like, sure, yeah, actually, I guess. I mean, who else is going to? It's sort of like the, the logic that I have. encourage it, it, listeners to be very skeptical of any of these quote-unquote humanitarian causes. And yeah. like, if you are able to do the research, figure out how much of their overhead is administrative. Because so many of these charities are just fucking boondoggles. Yeah. <clears throat> they take advantage of times like this when people are feeling incredibly emotionally charged mm-hmm. about an issue and feeling a lot of guilt over it. Yep. And just like, for all you know, you may be giving your money to the exact same people who have been profit- profiting off the backs of the afghani people for the last 20 years so just like be mindful of who you give your fucking yeah. money to and if you're a listener and you've done this type of research and you have some real confidence in a place that would be good that would actually be alleviating the suffering that we've literally caused through you know our compulsive taxation money uh please write to us and let us know and you know because i want to give something to help undo the the horror that my nine plus grand has gone to over the last 20 years. Um, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. But to go back to your point earlier, Chris, about like the the ways that we're trained to fear the the great terror following the event, but not the the horrors that happened during it. There's all of this like hair on fire about you know the 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 girls and women of Afghanistan under Taliban rule, which is true. Like they're a conservative, religious, uh, like t- like tyrannical. Yeah, women are not going to thrive under Taliban rule. Not by our, um, our standards, for sure. But we, but, and yet, the the many, many instances and reports of U.S. troops and military contractors raping, pillaging, doing incredible violence against women, those are sideline stories. Those yeah. are, sorry, my throat is like, <clears throat> ugh, excuse me. Those, those are, you know. Not covered, not talked yeah. about at all. It's like Eddie Gallagher got brought up a lot because Donald Trump, you know, in, took his war crimes into the world of uh, culture war and was like, oh, we, lo- we love our troops. We love when they collect people's fingers and ears. We love it. Yeah. We love these death squads. They're canoeing. They're canoeing like like we used to do on the rivers. It's great. Which, by the way, if people aren't familiar with the phrase canoeing, it has to. It refers to basically putting a trajectory of a bullet at point blank range through the top of someone's skull, so it creates like a big U shape. So trigger warning about the I think graphic. Probably that trigger warning <laughs> yeah. should have come before. before that, yeah, but. My bad. yeah, but that's something that like literally uh, the SEALs and various other uh, groups of uh, military contractors and mercenaries in Afghanistan and we're doing so much that from the top they had directives that were like hey you got to stop doing this cuz like and then they just kept yeah, doing it yeah cuz you're creating like you know generations of people who will you know like this is going to be their revenge quest forever it's incredibly like you, radicalizing yeah, yeah of course like, i mean um, yeah. and and it's not like you you can just tell these bloodthirsty people to just like stop leaving their calling card everywhere yeah it, it, right? i mean we fucking did it to uh, bin laden like, the reason right. that yeah. there was a photoshopped version of Bin Laden's uh, death I- image that went around, like, in the weeks after in the tabloids and stuff is because the real death image was so fucking gross. 
Yeah. And in, but anyway, whatever, like I'm not like I'm shedding tears over specifically the way that they fucked up bin Laden's uh, body. But my point is, I hope that the, the suffering can be alleviated. And I hope that maybe other countries who don't have as a uh, thorough of a hor- horrible track record could intervene in some way to like actually help. I don't know. <laughs> but like at this point, I would not trust the United States government to literally do any further good. I mean, at the risk of belaboring the point that this, it, it, the United States has never accomplished anything of a net positive by invading anybody. That's just not how democracies cannot be imposed from an, by an outside force. They, the only successful democracies in the world have been organically homegrown and, you know, the product of their own people fighting for liberation. So civics is a practice. Yeah. Let's just dispense with the notion that we can build democracy somewhere else. It's. You can't. You got to ship it to them, like As a package. You, even that they if that open were the Christmas. <laughs> oh man! But you know what? If this is keeping you up at night, <clears throat> Sean Hannity has a solution for you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we had. Uh, how did? How could this ever happen? We got the greatest military fighting force on Earth, but we have the most incompetent person as president. I don't think he even knows what day it is. He gives his 10-minute speech right back on vacation. How would you like to be in Kabul today as an American and you can't get to the airport? Where are you thinking your life is headed? You're one of those family members. I bet you're not sleeping. I I don't even think my pillow can do it. MyPillow.com, that's where I go. I fall asleep faster. I stay asleep longer. These are going to be a lot of sleepless nights for so many of our fellow Americans. we got to get them home. Quick break. We'll continue. So, yeah, that's correct. Sean Hannity at the end of a rant about how fucked up our uh, our leaving Afghanistan has been. Just an ad for my pillow. Ever so subtly. Just, yeah. When maybe, David, David was maybe, playing maybe this sleep. audio, the full audio is about three minutes, which, you know, I'm not going to include all of it. But he's playing it, and I'm just like... Okay, yeah, it's Sean, it's Sean Hannity being Sean Hannity. fucking Sean Hannity. Yeah. Okay, why am I? Why are you making me listen to this? And then he's like, "Just wait." <laughs> and then at the very end is the fucking my pillow thing. So yeah, don't worry. People will manage to grift on this conflict for Ever. many years to come. That's what so. they do best. Yeah, that's what they do. Best. Fret not. Yep. Um. Uh. Do we uh, want to now? shift to uh masks the 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 other yeah the other huge scam in this country yeah (laughs) Uh, i just bought some new it's hanes and etsy like all (laughs) marketing to the government lobbying the government to make sure that we're just like constantly buying cute little flower print masks to put over yeah big masks very cute flower print masks because (laughs) i figure you know what if we're gonna get back into this thing i'm gonna buy like some nice i have a problem with my glasses yeah and masks and the mask that we bought early in the pandemic are just kind of like basic, you know, elastic masks, but they cause my glasses to fog up. Yeah. So I went ahead Struggle's and real. I just bit the bullet and I bought some very pretty, comfortable, nice cotton masks. And I cried as I did it because I was hoping that we would not be heading back to that. And it's very clear that we are. Yeah. It's, it's because of, you know, the profits behind big mask. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the only reason why we are having a mask mandate. It's owned by and, George Soros. And, he controls 80% of the mask industry. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, the fact that it literally uh, traps bioaerosols um, coming no. and going from your lungs and 
mucous membranes. Yeah. Nope. nope. So, uh, is, and it's a brand new technology. Uh, <laughs> really, we don't understand um, enough about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't understand why it works, how it works, what long-term exposure to putting a piece of cloth over your face could We've be. We've only been using it since the first uh, Black Plague in Europe. Yeah. 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 So. And, you know, usually when you're breathing out, you know, you're getting rid of toxins. Yeah. That, that technical, That's very scientific term. fucking... Well, yes. and well, see, but then you get the toxins are going to get into the mask, and then you breathe them back in. Yeah, right. So you yeah. give yourself the, COVID. The CO two gets trapped in the fibers, right? And when you breathe it in, you're it's too much CO two. Yeah, back in into your um, mouth. That's why ER nurses are just yeah for decades have been dropping dead because of all the masks they have to wear. Uh-huh. So the currently the biggest place that the mask debate. And I saw a, an edit where it was a bunch of newscasters saying mask debate, but yeah. it, it, they weren't, like, enunciating properly. Mask anyway. debate. Mask, yeah. mask debate, debate. Mask debate. Huge but, mask debate breaking out <laughs> at city schools. But currently our schools are the sites of the worst mask debating. Yeah. Everyone oh, is mask debating I, around schools. Yeah. Around the children. Yeah, about <laughs> children. Everyone's mask debating about what to do with their children. <laughs> There was a thousand uh, plus strong masturbating uh, event that happened in, uh, what was it, downtown Charlotte? Or where, where was this story coming from? Well, so, so, I don't I, So we I have a couple keep track things. Of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, every, all across the country, people are masturbating in front of their school boards. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, there, but there is one here in Clifton Park. But then there was a really disturbing one in Tennessee. Where uh, the okay, just this poor, um, just like uh, uh, like like health official at the Williamson County, Tennessee school board was just like describing like what we were just saying about how when you put something in front of your fucking face, like it stops the things that come out of your fucking face from getting onto other people's fucking faces. Yeah, you know, yeah. just like really yeah. simple shit. Yeah, and they're physics. like, you George Soros, uh, you know, piece of shit, you you're controlling my body and yeah. stuff and you know and, and they they met him in the fucking parking lot and it was like a mob around this person's car Whoa. we'll include the video in the show notes to this episode but it is fucking disturbing Whoa, yeah or like, like coughing like on him or? no they like want to punch him they to want death. to kill Whoa. him yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they threaten him we, we know who you are. We know who you are. You can leave freely, but we will find you, and we know who you are. We know It's it's deeply disturbing. And then at this place in Clifton Park, like this is just so. This is the weirdest justification for why you wouldn't want your kids to have to wear masks. And I'm going to read straight from this Times Union article because the pedophiles love them. Remember, yes. remember that old lady that that uh, was uh, recorded uh, saying yeah. that? So one parent graphically described how masks could enable the rape of children who would be unable to mouth the words help me during an what? abduction. What? Why are people so f- caught up with this like preoccupation with like widespread child rape that is like not happening outside of people's domestic, like, relationships. Complying with the rule, Clifton Park's Jason Savaria said, quote, will allow our child to be fed to a demon. What? This is some end time shit. Like, this fucking, this obsession with, like, demon worship and pedophilia and, like, widespread human trafficking is, like, I mean, there was a lot of this 
craze during like the satanic panic yeah, yeah like the early 90s yeah. yeah the early 90s and like a bunch of people like you know like there's that famous case of those two teenagers who went to jail for supposed nothing. for nothing yeah for wearing for liking heavy metal basically. yeah yeah they like wore black clothes to school or yeah. something yeah yeah um and the fact that but like this is unlike anything that happened during the satanic panic like this is on a whole other order of absolutely unhinged so the mask is now the mark of the beast <laughs> i mean it, so. like, i'm sure that there's somebody out there who that's their exact argument wow. but th- this thing that a child would listen if somebody in your child's school is abducting them mouthing the words there's no <sighs> circumstances under which mouthing the words help me would, would do anything yeah that's a stretch i that's, it's yeah and i i it, you know, like the, my theory brain, like like just goes nuts for this, right? It's just like, what are the connective tissue, like the structures of meaning that yeah. like make this happen here and now? Like, oh, you know, like, oh, I always like asking, like, why now? Like, what are the precursors? Yeah, what's why coming here? together? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What sort of cosmic gumbo comes together to create this like horrifying? Disturbing You're not allowed shit? to say that anymore. It's a cosmic gumbo. David has been <laughs> calling things a cosmic gumbo. <laughs> Ever since he saw that fucking episode of I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's a good show. All right. Yeah. Anyway. It's a, it, the second season is, I think, better than the first. Yeah. Okay. But, um, uh, uh, and I, I, it's, it's obviously like a failure. It's all the stuff that we always talk about with masks and, and public health and not believing in like vaccines and shit is just like, you know, like the complete collapse of institutional. Uh, authority yeah, and legitimation ep- epistemological crisis yeah the the e-crisis all that stuff but then it's also um like i i, I kind of want to blame it on true crime like the like yeah. the interest on true crime uh, because like We've, i mean th- there's a myth that true crime is somehow newly popular that's not true right true crime no, has I, always been popular of yeah, course, yeah radio dramas. and and that's why it's like it was also very popular in the 90s when we when you had like unsolved mysteries and stuff and i don't know it's just like something about also the fact that um it correlates like the like fear of um other people immediately around you correlates with how often you watch local news and just like this this constant fear mongering of how uh to calculate your relative danger of like these like really disturbing ways of being hurt or killed is like just so thrown out of whack by our media about like, uh, like, like, like who is going to be a serial killer next door. And it just like all definitely feels like the, 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 the I I am really stuck on the, like your kid can't mouth the word help. (laughs) Right. Because like you, you just like every, every dad thinks that they're going to be like Liam Neeson and taken, (laughs) you know? And, and, and so, yeah. Yeah. And so they're, they're just like gaming it out and, and they're like, well, like I need to get like the extra wide mirrors on the F three fifty, or like, I won't see that my, the tail of like the, the satanic worshippers that are going to be like following me while I try to find my kid who's like trapped in the abandoned warehouse outside of town and the, and he wore a mask so like now the tracking device that I inject into his neck it like doesn't work anymore because the vaccine neutralized it you know like, it's just shit like that is and it's just like it's absolutely toxic bullshit when instead like it it's it, you know like if if they're going to be like like physically or sexually hurt it's probably going to be by you 
or your or yeah. like your brother or something to doing it to like your son or daughter yeah. or it's like or 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 they're gonna get fucking sick from covid yeah. because like we're like children are getting really sick from this delta variant now. yeah yeah it's it's really fucked up and the fact that like this whole thing is also going into the culture war spiral with the vaccines, for example. And um, it, it, it's this whole idea of freedom that like begins with me and ends with you. It's like the same people that are saying like, you know, we need to stop censorship, like blah, blah, blah. Like all these people's views are being censored because of this agenda, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, we also need to ban critical race theory from being taught. <laughs> and then they're like, uh, okay, well, I need the freedom to be able to like not get the vaccine like these ma- mandatory vaccinations are fucking bullshit and i want to go to these people and be like okay and also about- no abortions well yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. My, yeah my body my choice yeah your body not your choice but yeah, my body but, my choice but yeah. this this whole thing i want to talk to them and be like okay so what if you were given the option of declining medical services in the icu if you get a severe covid case in exchange for not having to get the mandatory vaccine and they would flip out at that question because that's taking away their freedom. And their freedom is to voluntarily reject a vaccine that is statistically proving to keep them from needing to be in the ICU and say, no, it's my right to refuse that. And if I get COVID, which it's I, my right to be in the ICU it's, it's my, and for it's, you to do everything you, possible to save my life. You must. Yeah. You must. And it's my right to take the spot of someone else who didn't make a moronic choice to take not take a vaccine for, say, cancer or something, you know? like, Or, or they just, like, got in a car accident. And now, like, your dumb ass there has, to, has to be, dying, like, yeah. pumped with oxygen just to stay, just, so you, you know, in the future, well, you Florida's can... Well, having to yeah. put a, b- restrict water use because they need it to create fucking, um... Yeah, uh, what's, what's oxygen. Yeah, 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 oxygen. Yeah, 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 you, you know, you, we use liquid oxygen to, um, pump ozone into, into, uh, water to clean it. And now Orlando doesn't have enough liquid oxygen to clean their own water because, because they're, using they're using it all, it all for, in hospitals. For because, fucking people dying of COVID. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that like 97% of people in uh, ICU centers with COVID were unvaccinated, even though the vaccine doesn't necessarily keep you from actually getting it. There are a lot of breakthrough cases, especially with the new Delta variant. And, but it's still very small. Yeah. And, and, but they also don't stop you from spreading it. So the whole yeah. moral argument has, you know, become, it shifted from get the go- uh, vaccine, stop the spread to get the vaccine, keep the ICUs open, which is still a moral argument. But like, the, and it does reduce transmission. I mean, it doesn't yeah. okay, completely sure, stop sure. transmission, but it does reduce it significantly. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so like somebody explained to me uh, between last time when we recorded and now that the the reason that people are still able to get it and give it with the vaccine is that the vaccines target antibodies in your blood serum and not in your mucous membranes, and that like basically your your mucous membranes. I knew a guy s- in college like that could still get, uh, you know, <laughs> contaminated with this virus and reproduce the virus. But as it gets into the rest of your systems, your body shuts it all down, which is why, like, your lungs don't fill with fluid and, like, you don't get full-blown COVID that destroys your organs and shit yeah. when you have the vaccine. Um, so, I don't know. It's just, it's so fucking selfish. Like, the the entire uh, thing. And I understand why they don't want kids to have to wear masks in school, like, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's, awful. it's horrible. Yeah. Also, I get good it. luck trying to keep them on. 
on it like a small child. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. And that's true for small children. Yeah. But a lot of these places are dealing with, you know, like we tend to forget that like it's not just six year olds. Right. There's yeah, no. there are 17 year old kids yeah. Yeah. sitting in in algebra class. Well, no, you don't take algebra in your junior year. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not all small children. A yeah. lot of these people are well on their way to being adults and are capable of wearing a mask for the six and a half hours that they're in school. Yeah. Like it, it's just, you know, yeah. at least they get recess and the you know gym and they can go outside and like right. that's a lot more than a fucking office worker or a nurse can say yeah so it's 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 a no fucking brainer listen it is this being a child especially a young child during this period must be i can't imagine the traumas that these kids are going to have growing up not being able to that spend time with their friends outside of school not being able to like go and do normal little kid shit awful but yeah. It's better than them coming down with a, you know how traumatizing it is for a child to be, say, intubated? Like. Or develop, like, long-term permanent organ failure? Yeah. I recently learned about, I saw a fucking TikTok. I need to get, like, it's fucked up that there are, like, cute baby goats, but then also shit like this on that goddamn app. <laughs> but there's this, there's this phenomenon called um, ICU delirium. Uh, that sounds fine. And it's when, uh you are intubated you're put on a respirator which is a, a real a lot of people don't understand exactly what that means to have that done to you it is an incredibly invasive thing and they have to like heavily sedate you and oftentimes like tie you down because your natural you know biological response yeah. to having all of this shit inserted inside you is to try to rip it out which is very dangerous and sometimes especially with covid or if people who get really bad cases of pneumonia or all kinds of other things people with copd they have you know if you're on, if you're intubated for a week two weeks and you're sedated and now with covid no one can come visit you your family can't see you people have horrible hallucinations of like all, I won't say anything specific. There's a documentary that I watched on YouTube. It was like a Vice, maybe, um, of people sharing their experiences. But just like imagine the worst things that you could think are happening to you. That's what people hallucinate. Like catheter, you know, catheter changing becomes like violent, you know. Something worse. Something worse. <laughs> and people come out of it with like lifelong PTSD from their experiences being intubated. I I plan to get a DNR after watching the documentary. I do not ever want that to happen to me. Um, so, you know, all of that is to say is that there are fates worse than death. And so all of these people who just tout how, you know, kids basically never die. And like, you know, the, the fatality rate for this disease is so low. There are people who a year after getting COVID still can't think straight. They can't focus enough to sit down and read a five minute article. Like they can't you know, keep up with their kids. We had friends who had a breakthrough case that they got sick like a month ago. They still are having trouble breathing. Like they get coughing fits. Like they're still sick. So fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up, man. And, and, and also like when you're talking about, when people are like, oh, there's only like like 1% chance of dying or something like that. Like 1% of the entire country? Like, do you know how many thousands of people that is? Millions, like, millions. like like yeah like it's like that yeah mil yeah it's a like yeah one percent 
is a lot. If you had a bro. 1% <laughs> chance of dying every time you went to the grocery store, yeah. how many people would want to, one out of a hundred times that you go to the grocery store, you will just die. You'll die. Yeah. Like, I know yeah. that's not how probability works. Don't fucking at me. Um, <laughs> But still, like, you, when you hear a 1% chance of dying from something, your response shouldn't be, fuck it, cool, sounds good. Yeah. I don't know. Which is also maybe, like, another uh, uh, psychic damage that we uh, get from cars. Yeah. Cars yeah. are just fucking like, metal. Yeah. Heavy just metal like vessels of death. 30,000 people die every year in car accidents, and that's normal. Yeah. And, yeah. We're, and so now, and so just, like, everyone kind of knows someone that was, like, seriously injured or died in a yeah. car crash. And you're just like, no, it's just sort of a normal thing that happens. I, I can't really quite separate that from COVID, where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, just like sometimes like you'll die from completely preventable reason that if we actually like fix this problem, we would all be better off anyway. Yeah. But, and, but you we, know what? Like, it, OK, so people should be allowed to take risks. If, if, they, if the only person they're putting at risk is themselves, we let people skydive. We let people base jump. Yeah. We get in those Fun fucking weird hangers. Yeah. And like go on alone. Do, well, yeah, go on alone, like do extreme camping and hiking and shit, and you might die. Like you definitely increase the likelihood that you will die yeah. prematurely when you do those things. But yeah, you know MMA. what? The difference is the only person that is at risk of dying is you. Yep. And I have always firmly believed that your life is your own. Yep. Based on the usufruct, you should yep. be able to kill yourself. I think <laughs> that it should be legal to kill yourself. Yeah, agreed. I think that we should give you assistance if you want it. Yeah. But it, that's not what's happening. You're you're claiming for yourself the right to kill other people and yeah and and even even if it's you know just taking somebody's icu spot who didn't have a choice in the matter you know like yep. but uh, i it now thinking about the state and how the state you know is this you know apparatus for large scale um action right and the fact that we are totally screwing the pooch on a global level with this endemic pandemic that's just going to be around forever, and we're not allowing every country that can or wants to to make the vaccine. Oh, the fact that we're still, you know, um, maintaining private property, intellectual property rights on the mRNA technology itself. That we're talking like, about boosters, like a third shot for oh people God. here when, like, when the vast majority of even the developed world, yeah, hasn't even gotten the first shot. Can't, yeah. can't because but of I supply say and demand. About that. It, I've seen a couple of people telling people not to get the booster for that reason. But that's no, not that's how dumb. things work. Yeah. Exactly. If so you're immunocompromised yeah. or for yeah. whatever reason, you, you get it. Get the boot. Like fuck that. That's the, the, not the problem is that we have enough to give everyone, yeah, and we don't. Yes, exactly. We could live in a post scarcity society in so many dimensions, especially in terms of a vaccination of a growing severity uh, pandemic that's just going to be endemic. It's going to be around for fucking ever. Like we basically just have to accept that because at this point it's only growing. We're not going to be able. It's it's mutating. It's doing all this shit. This is just becoming a higher and higher species level priority. That we should be addressing as a species, as a fucking human family. And we should be putting, cutting out all our arbitrary and artificial barriers to actually giving people the tools they need to survive this fucking natural disaster, artificial disaster, whichever one you want to blame it on. But like, you know, this is such a huge issue. And now we have the state doing the exact opposite of that, both on the global stage and also, you know, locally, like Ron DeSantis is withholding salaries from public officials that are involved in union organized uh, mask mandates within schools. Yeah. 
Oh, he's for, trying to. And sometimes he there they say he doesn't. Yeah, he can't okay. legally do yeah. that. Yeah. And like, yeah. But he did, did say that he would. Did I hear that Greg Abbott, the um, governor of Texas, now has COVID? Yeah, he yeah. got COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he has COVID. Like this is just so fucking insane. And even you know, New York uh, New York State said that they they declined to give schools guidance yeah. on whether not even no, no, fuck a mandate. They yeah. wouldn't even tell schools whether or not yeah. they should do it. And that's why you have these unhinged suburban dads standing in front of fucking school boards saying, "My kid's going to get raped if you make him wear a mask." And I know where you live. And I know where you live. Yeah, it's fucking insane. And so this is happening it, it, we cannot blame ignorance anymore it has been two years this november yeah. that this pandemic has been rolling yeah, out no, in the United no, States. ignorance like, is not a thing anymore like you, the, you know it or you don't yeah or it, you choose to willingly ignore it yeah and it's just like it's just so fucked up and I, so i've been thinking about this within the context of afghanistan as well which is like how the fuck can we do anything about these things like if we wanted a different outcome for Afghanistan, what would we actually have been able to do as a democratic body, as direct actors, you know, direct action, uh, you know, organized groups? What could we actually have done to create a better outcome? Like we would have had to take control of the military industrial complex like 30 years ago. We would have had to have influenced the both the government policy that sent all of this, you know, um, uh, money uh, to these private contractors and stop that or somehow infiltrated these private uh, organizations whose purpose is to enrich themselves at the expense of destroying nations, etc. And somehow change their modus operandi, their, their, their incentive system. Like these, these solutions are beyond the executive decision-making level. Like, yeah. you know, they're, they're about, trying to like change the institutions, the, the frameworks of power and the incentive structures behind them to create different outcomes. And like, I don't know what we could do about that besides like a global proletariat eco-socialist revolution. Like I, I, I really feel that maybe the American people are to blame for what we did in Afghanistan because we have an ostensible democratic republic, Right. And but like we don't yeah, but really, we don't. but we, yeah, don't, but we really. don't really. And so the question is, you can't is, have both. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't say the American people are to blame, and also we don't live in a democracy. Well, well, I guess they'd be to blame because we haven't like revolted and insisted on creating a democracy that I don't know could be like held back from destroying another nation for twenty years. Yeah, well, I mean, like the largest uh outpouring of like anti-war demonstration was was against the the iraq war yeah and it didn't do anything right so yeah. like i mean yeah i guess like we could have like stormed the government gone harder yeah the we could have gone really harder but like the i don't left has been suppressed our yeah. leaders have been assassinated like i don't think it's i don't think any re reasonable person could look at the political landscape in the united states and say like oh the you know the the left should be trying harder to fight back against the system. We're yeah, tiny, yeah. and we're tiny because we've been made tiny for a hundred yeah. fucking years. Just yeah. because we're like geographically proximate to like the the other people that are actually making those decisions, and we also receive like some treats from the same government. Like I don't know if I I almost you know I mean like like a rich person in Israel has more control over 
<laughs> over our the, government, the, our government than yeah. I do. But yeah. you, you know, you look so, at like, the, these or Brazil yeah. or like probably like someone in Taiwan. You know, like the, these people are much more in control of the American government. Than you look, I am. but you look at these entitled uh, like unhinged psychos that are like threatening you know school board officials with like lethal violence uh, uh, on them and their families and knowing where they live and shit and. You look at the January 6th insurrection or whatever the fuck we want to call it, the teddy bear picnic, and part of it's just like, well, man, they're militant, they're aggressive, they're about, you know, instill, <laughs> installing their will on others. Maybe that's effective? I don't know. It doesn't like, seem like they've gotten many wins, to be no, honest. No, no, they haven't. But there's something about that, like, just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's something... I, I don't know what I'm going to say about this. There's something about that, like level of commitment and um, there's something to be said about level of commitment and like aggressive uh, insistence on uh, their will. Yeah, that like the left lacks. And part of it is that the summer of BLM was more insurrectionary than January 6th was. Like it's agreed. agreed. I I got. I yelled at Carmela like last uh, uh, Thursday. (laughs) Oh, that was amazing. So I. I hate this podium. I'll say it right now. I hate this podium. Every time I talk at this podium, something terrible happens. Stop smiling. Right? You know, when you smile, you know what last time I saw you smile, right, is when you were, you were uh, getting a hundred, several hundred thousand dollars for more cops. You stole from the budget last year. What's personal about the city budget? I'm talking about the city budget right now. I'm talking about the city budget. Oh, you know what's you know what's really interesting is you keep saying that you can't respond to us when we ask you a question David, until I, I have to keep decorum. Okay, cool. Please. Decorum would be giving them an apology. Okay, Don't tell me about decorum. Don't tell me about decorum. All right, you set hundreds of thousands of dollars of our money in the, the future budget so you could buy more police officers, and you did it with a smile. And you you have that same smile. You and you, Ken. You both had smiles when you were eating pizza in front of his family uh, in June when we had our, our march. You were eating pizza and smiling. That's what you are. All right? So I don't expect an apology from you. I expect you to smile and grit your teeth while you do just the most disgusting things to your residents. Your constituents. Where is your... Soul. You know what? Well, you know, I, 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 you know, as a white guy, you know, I'm trying to find uh, I, something that I can say that no one else has said, right? Because I'm a white guy, and uh, and everyone else who's spoken so far isn't, and so I'm thinking, like, you know, what do I have? And what I have is I don't understand what this must be like. I don't understand what this must be like, and neither do any of you. All right. And the only thing that I can turn to, all right, is when Moses went to Mount Sinai, left Aaron in charge. And Aaron, what does Aaron have to do? He has to decide whether or not to split the Israelites or let them worship a golden calf. Because they're, they, they're disagreeing about it because they think Moses has abandoned them. All right. And justice has abandoned this city. And you are worshiping the golden calf of your police department. All right? So every single time that you, Carmela, have to go ask your nephew what to do in your job. All right? And yeah, you know what? It is personal. All right? This is personal. Because your nephew David, runs I'm this. I'm going to ask you to 
Yours, your nephew runs the police union. Your nephew runs the police union. Of course, this is personal. Okay, we don't have a democracy in this city because our police union runs this city. Why doesn't the police union just get up here and we talk to them? Because they are who run this city, not any of you. And so for context, this was in response to a settlement that happened um, in uh, Troy for the family of Edson Thevenin and a uh, ongoing cover up, which continues to this day uh, about the police killing uh, of Edson by it might be uh, wor- worth it to just like spend a minute. Yeah, talking about that. Maybe we'll do that on yeah. the bonus. Maybe we'll give a. Yeah, I mean, just like the the headline of it is, you know, like the city's going to give them one point five five million dollars to the survivors of Edson Thevenin, and about something about like two hundred fifty thousand of that hundred fifty five one point five five million comes directly out of city coffers. The rest is insurance pothole fund. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rest is insurance because every city in this country keeps insurance for when not if their police kill someone for no fucking reason yeah uh, but even and, the statement associated with the and, settlement yeah. was we didn't do anything wrong insulting to the family yeah. and insulting to the deceased not right? not only we didn't do anything wrong but also this was the blood alcohol level of him when he, when they could when they killed him and uh and we would take this to trial but like the the officer uh is dead and so like a a, a um a trial would only have like a very sympathetic like family of the deceased and there would be like no one to defend like randall french which i mean like he i, I assume he, he has, has family too yeah, yeah but i maybe he was such a piece of shit that they don't they wouldn't that's really defend possible, him either yeah. like that's totally possible i don't know but like i it was it was it just was like disgusting. it was a horrendous disgusting memo that they put in with like this settlement that is just like we, we didn't do anything wrong and that guy sucked is basically it and like here's your tax refund yeah is is fucked up yeah and uh i, I didn't stick around till the very end did any of the city council members that were able to read the Rinaldi port point out that they in fact were part of a cover-up no what do you think well, of course not. They at least don't have the excuse of fiduciary responsibility anymore. Well, they still do. No, I mean, like, they, you no, can they always sue them yeah. for more money. Absolutely. Wait, what about double jeopardy? If a husband and wife commit the same crime. <laughs> yeah. But really, no, isn't there it's a, a civil, double? It's a, no, it's because it's civil court. It's not yeah. criminal oh, court. Oh, shit. That's, that's only applies to criminal court. <sighs> that's why so often when a prosecution against someone fails in criminal court, they'll then take them to civil court. And wring some money out of them. Um, you can't get somebody put in jail that way, but you can, like, fucking sue them into oblivion. Well, they, it's know. a damn shame, because I think certain uh, city officials um, are at least as deserving of incarceration as um, a drug criminal, for example, that is actually incarcerated. Or somebody who maybe did a thought crime by hypothetically uh, discussing uh, destroying police property yeah, and right. is, was sent to prison yeah. um yeah uh um, this is the i think i think this might be the biggest settlement we've we've ever made i know that the uh for police misconduct i think the only other one the closest that i found was 1.3 million i think it was uh when a bystander someone just standing around uh was bit by a canine unit um and that was the third person that that uh that specific canine unit had bit uh 
just like unrelated to a crime whatsoever. And this isn't this isn't even the dog that Randall Friend shot. Right. No, this is Well no, that was a family's dog. Yeah, that yeah. was a family's dog on Thanksgiving. No, no, this was this is uh uh according to the law, an officer, right? Because they make those dogs like like if you kill a canine unit, you, you kill, kill the police cop. officer. Yeah. So this is ostensibly a a uh like an officer of the law that would just veer off in a different direction and just bite someone. Yeah. Probably a black person, They're trained, right? if I have to guess. They right? need You're more training. Like, they need more fun, yeah, funny just, and training yeah. and better dog treats. We need six yeah. community we police need, dogs. We need $700,000 for uh, chew toys. and <laughs> we, need, we need to set up a dog, a, like a dog sn- snitch network. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, but because like the humans can't really communicate with the dogs, like the dogs can communicate with the dogs so right. you know we've got a lot of dogs we can utilize them in a surveillance uh dragnet yeah uh of make, all it, make a dog park honeypot yeah exactly and you know like they can communicate through like you know um asshole uh, sniffing yeah exactly yeah. just yeah. like pheromone <laughs> chemical uh details about you know um exactly where all of the pot is grown before they make that actually legal to grow at home and uh secure our that'll be all our, our, our wealth offer today yeah. oh hell yeah, yeah. All right, so we've gone pretty far afield from masks, but um, is there anything else? I guess we could talk about how Donald Trump got booed for yeah telling an audience that they should get vaccinated. Man, man has lost his edge. So cool. Yeah, he's, yeah. What the fuck did was he thinking? He's doing this weird dance right now where he's trying to say, "Oh, that vaccine, it's me. It was me. I did the vaccine." Oh wait, you don't <laughs> like the vaccine? Oh, that was Sleepy Joe. What a shitty dude! And then he also uh, w- wanted to originally take credit for the Afghanistan withdrawal, right? Because like yeah. that was his whole populist thing. He was like being like, end "Oh, the war. Yeah. he's like, hey, I'm gonna end these forever wars. We should never been there." I mean, they, the actions you know, that Biden, the Biden administration is taking right now, are a direct result of things that fucking Trump put in motion. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah and, and like, it, and I, th- they did it. They took longer to get out of afghanistan than trump said that he would yeah. i think right so yeah. like it would have been even worse i, I mean, ostensibly is... if you use the same logic everyone else is already yeah using. yeah exactly. yeah you know which which yeah doesn't but, make any but sense. he's he's too much of a, a coward to have taken the political hit he did yeah. not want the, the 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 lying you know fake news media to to make me look like i like i'm a pussy you know like they would they would have called me all types of names chris do you want do you want to do the uh uh uh, the quote you want to read the quote in a trump voice oh yeah sure um i believe totally in your freedoms i do you got to do what you got to do but i recommend the vaccines take the vaccines i did it it's good he said drawing <laughs> <laughs> did it it's good it's good it's good it's delicious <laughs> they, put uh, it, they put it in my my crispy chicken sandwich <laughs> uh, oh i could go for a crispy chicken yeah, sandwich yeah you got you got a whole uh, surfeit of them from all of your favorite eateries that's the uh thing that you got this summer uh yeah um but uh so he said uh drawing booze from the crowd of supporters that's okay that's all right <laughs> trump continued brushing off the disapproval <laughs> But I happen to take the vaccine. If it doesn't work, you'll be the first to know. But it is working. You do have your freedoms. You have to maintain that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have your freedoms. You have them. You have them. They're yours. They haven't gone anywhere. Vaccine. But it's good. It's good. it's good. I took it. It's good. 
Uh, and, you know, I, this, I don't want to be too rapid fire about these stories, but I don't know if there's much more to say about that other than just sort of very funny. But yeah. maybe I shouldn't have taken us away from cops because I don't know if you guys have seen this thing in um, Miami, Miami Beach. Uh, so it's now illegal to, quote, approach or remain within 20 feet of a Miami Beach police officer with the, quote, intent to impede, provoke, or harass an officer engaged in lawful duties after receiving a warning. 20 so, feet. 20 feet. So there, there's this video, and I, this is, I'll post this in the show notes, but um, there's this, cops are, like, conducting some kind of, you know, arrest. They're, they're, they're arresting a person. And there's this woman filming and this cop leaves the scene of the arrest, which is maybe 30 feet away, um, and comes up to this woman, woman and puts up a bicycle in front of him and tells her to get back. And From his bicycle? From where, from, yeah, him and his bicycle. So he was like, here's my line. And before she even has time to react to him saying that, he just fucking, boop, pepper sprays her right in the face. Whoa. And so then she like, you know, now she's been fucking... Yeah. like point blank immediately no warning pepper sprayed in the eyes imagine what that's like you're not even in a confrontation you know it's one thing like if you're at a protest and you're having a confrontation with the cops and then you get pepper sprayed at least you fucking see that coming yeah this is like she just had her phone out she just had her phone she's just standing there he comes up to her he puts up a bike he says get out of here and then he pepper sprays her so then she leaves and she's obviously like all fucked up and uh later they arrest her anyway what? So basically, this new law is a lot of people are saying that the end result of this law and probably the purpose of this law is just to not allow anyone to ever film the cops. Because you can be far away from the action that they're currently conducting. And they can just come right up to just, you. Yeah, they can just come right up to you and make you leave further and further back. Whoa. Which is a violation of your constitutional right to film the police, even Absolutely. when they're engaged in a quote unquote lawful. And this, the law says, you know, uh, if you're interfering with their lawful duties, but how the fuck is anybody ever? Sub- how do you? How do you, as a bystander who's thinking maybe I should film this and stand close by, and how do you look at that and say like, oh no, that's lawful. Oh no, that that one's unlawful. Oh, I have a right to you know be what? here. This is an impediment on our freedoms, and I fully expect the anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers to, to co- come yeah. and fuck up these police departments. Absolutely. I fully expect them to, to tell these cops, I know where you live, and you know, you aren't getting away with this. Yeah. So this this woman's arrest report described her as part of a group that refused officers' commands to back away from cops making an arrest on South Beach on July 25th. When a police sergeant used his bicycle to, quote, create a physical barrier, the report claimed, the crowd stood their ground and refused to move, forcing him to use pepper, pepper spray. But if you watch the actual video... That is just not what happens. Well, time actually gets dilated in cop world. Like when, <laughs> when you're like, you because know, they're super soldiers that are yeah, so like, yeah. you know, they, T- time is a flat donut. Yeah. They, <laughs> you know, he was in the middle of creating a tactical barrier uh, away from the, um, the, the area of operations and, you know, the um, civilian population. And in that period, you know, like he's got the adrenaline and it goes into like Max Payne bullet time. Right. And yeah. And this so, particular individual. Like yes. Yeah. This particular individual experience time on about a three to four times dilation. So what appears to us in the video to be about one second delay from when he 
creates the uh, barrier from the area of operations to the uh, affected um, uh, uh, personnel. You know, he, <laughs> <laughs> that for him was like two minutes, right? right. So you know, yeah. like it, it makes perfect sense until he, a bystander was pepper sprayed. Yeah. Yes. And, or, or their eyes were involved a, a, in a capsaicin-related incident. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> there, there was a chemical irritant deployed in the general vicinity of said persons, and you know they 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 did not seem to like it. Right. They, you know, but the um the the area was secured and uh, peace was uh, enforced. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It, I, it, the other thing about this report too is that the cop claims that there were these belligerent crowds, but again, I encourage you to watch the video. It's it's like four people. Like there's nobody around. Like it's not. It's not y- y- the way he makes it sound. Is like there's you know fifty people fucking storming the barricades of this arrest incident. Yeah, there's it a was reason. Basically January it was 6th. one woman who got pepper sprayed is because he just comes right up to this woman, and I mean it's 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 incredible. Like the fact that and and keep your eyes peeled for these exact same laws coming to a municipality near you. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is proving incredibly effective in Miami. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it's, it's so it, it's been so long since we talked about like general news stuff. Did we even cover the fact that there was a unanimous vote uh, in the Senate to, as part of the, <sighs> this like latest, uh, what what was the oh, infrastructure it, it, bill? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. It was also like a, you you can't defund the police if you yeah. if you defund if you, the if you de- police yeah, if right. democratic decisions are made by municipalities to move funds from their unaccountable violent gangs, retributively violent gangs, to any other community service, those municipalities are now barred from federal assistance in the infrastructure bill. Yeah. And every single Democrat voted for this. Yeah. Every 99 to zero. The only, there was one, uh, one Republican who wasn't present. Yeah. Um, and so uh, because he was actively like making out, he with was a sucking cop. a cop's dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was back in his home state, yeah. gently caressing uh, an officer of the law. Yeah. Uh, 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 and Cory Booker um, fucking like took a little victory lap oh, about yeah. this. And was like, now they'll never be able to uh, insinuate that we're pro uh, that defunding we're, that we're the defunding. police. That's how that works. Uh, no, That's how exactly how that they works. Will. They all they don't care. This is why they're smarter than you, because they don't fucking care what you did. They'll say it anyway, and people will believe them. Yeah. I don't know if anyone knows this, but Cory Booker is a dumb person. He's mad stupid. He's real stupid. Rosario Dawson, you can do better, babe. Seriously. I don't even know if they're still together, but you got you, you, you could do better. He sucks. He fucking sucks. And all the Democrats suck, and fuck all of them. Yep. Bernie Sanders fucking voted for that bill. Yep. Fuck you, Bernie. Yep. Fuck you. Yep. Yep. This is no longer a Bernie Stan podcast. <laughs> and you know what? We're no longer a Biden Stan podcast either. No, no. no we would like for a to ton dis- of distance ourselves yeah, no, from fucking, several octogenarians. Yeah, Tara Reid to say the <laughs> least. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, uh, I do have to say, though, in, in giving credit where credit's due, I did not expect Joe Biden to just take this L on the chin with as much, like, steadfast resolve as he has afghanistan you mean yes i agree with that like that was shocking he's just yeah i mean this might be an instance where the dementia is working in his favor where he's just like well you know that's 
we have to get That's out of happening. Vietnam. We got we got to leave. We got to leave we Vietnam. Leave. There's and, no other alternative. Yeah, and like I forget who he was talking to, like Chuck Todd or somebody. Someone was grilling him, and they're like, you know, couldn't it have been any other way? And he's like, no, dude. Like we've been in there for twenty years. Like the forces that we have to bring to bear, we're not capable of doing anything good for these people, and it was time to leave. Yeah, and like. Where's Correct. the lie? Correct. Yep. You know, and that's not going to win him many favors with like, you know, a lot of his constituency. Um, but I don't know. It's just like, I did not see that coming. Okay, and so now we like Joe Biden. <laughs> we don't like Bernie Sanders. It's, well, it's sort of like when Trump uh, went and shook hands with Kim Jong-un. Right. Yeah. It was just or, like broken or, clocks. Or, yeah. 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 Um, it, yeah. It's just like. Uh, one, one, uh. Uh, we're we're firmly away from from masks, but we should also yeah. We've been a little all, all over the place yeah, this episode, yeah, but right. you know you love it. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like really, it's it, it's it's all connected because like another uh, right wing radio host died from COVID after constantly yeah, telling people one? to not get uh, vaccinated. Yeah, um, uh, Phil Valentine, a guy with a great name for radio. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. never heard of this guy. There's yeah. no way that's his given name uh, yeah right yeah no he's way. a radio host in tennessee he has a face for radio i want to do like kind of like <laughs> i want to do like phrenology of bad opinions like the he- his head looks like bad opinions would come out of it. oh okay okay yeah, yeah. maybe uh, we'll make that the episode art yeah uh no that's probably t- that's tasteless yeah. he just died yeah, yeah. so we yeah. won't do that uh, plus like new race theory just dropped isn't yeah, the best look yeah, right yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah probably not but, right. I, after i i i describe um like the the last few things he said, maybe like it won't feel as tasteless. So, um, uh, he scoffed at the need for vaccines, writing on his blog that his chances of dying from the virus should he become infected were way less than one percent. Uh, he got a, a, a diagnosed with COVID on July eleventh, July okay. July eleventh, and he just died. I bet he had some fucking ICU delirium. Yeah. Unfortunately for the haters out there, it looks like I'm going to make it, he wrote. <laughs> Interesting experience. I'll have to fill you in when I get back on the air. I'm oh, hoping that God. will be tomorrow, but I may take a day off just as a precaution. When did he say that? Uh, I think that was close to 11th. Okay. I don't know this, this is a really short New York Times article. It doesn't quite um, fill in the details. But less than two weeks later, his radio station, 99.7 WTN, announced that he was hospitalized. And in very serious condition, and then uh, he just died. Does it say it doesn't say like if he was kept on a respirator or anything? Uh, uh, no, no. Uh, Interesting. Uh, they, they put out a statement. Phil would like his listeners to know that while he has never been an anti-vaxer, he regrets not being more vehemently pro-vaccine and looks forward to being able to more vigorously advocate that position as soon as he is back on the air, which we all hope will be soon. But he didn't because he died. Yeah, my schadenfreude is, like, out. I, I have zero left anymore. But, like... Hey, I think mine's only growing. Hey, if you, And it's if fucked you, up. If you got it, I'm not judging you. I, I really am not. Like, you I know, don't know. It, where, I, I waffle wildly. I hope... Please tell me if you relate to this, please let me know. But like I there are dark things coming up in me through this whole thing. Mm, Like there are I've always been, you know, for as long as I've been a leftist, I've sort of always felt like not really okay with celebrating the deaths of my enemies or whatever else. Uh, Rush Limbaugh did me in on that. That was definitely I was like, fuck, yeah, fuck him. That's great. Um, 
And like one thing I've been thinking is like, if people continue to see people that they know personally, people that they have parasocial relations with, like radio hosts, if if these people continue to see um, their loved ones at whatever scale of sociality that happens die from this, can we say that maybe something good will come of it, that maybe that will convince them to get the vaccine? I don't know. I mean, but it's, we've had a couple of folks like adjacent to us in, you know, social networks who, you know, you know, somebody who knows somebody who was an anti-vaxxer who died. And it's like, I just, I, I like have to hope that their deaths will have some meaning. And sometimes I feel like it's totally inappropriate for me to be glad that these people are dying and that that's like a horrible thing. And then other times I'm like, I am tired of giving a shit. Like, yeah, no, good. Get the fuck out of here. I don't like what it's, what it's uh, kindled in me. I, I don't, I don't like it. I'm very uncomfortable with it. Well, what- uh, what, what's uh, surprising to me is that, like, I, I don't think any, the three of us, like, know someone, like, on a first name basis that has died of COVID. No, right? I don't I mean, know anybody what, personally right? who's died. Randall French. Yeah. Right, except for well, Randall I French, mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, but then, like, I talked to my parents, like, uh, um, and they know people, they like, know their neighbor people. died. Like, yeah. they had a, tr- like a, a Trump-supporting neighbor who's, like, dead from COVID. Yeah. And then, like, another friend that, like, wouldn't get the vaccine and, like, yeah. would go to concerts and stuff. And he's dead. And it's, like, there's, like, an age range and a, you know, it's just a... a and a lifestyle. A like, lifestyle, a set of yeah, political I, beliefs that yeah. we just don't, you know. And, yeah, I... It's, it sounds genocidal because it kind of is to be like, well, if they all die, then maybe we'll all be better off. But Well, it's not like, really genocidal because, uh, well, yeah. I guess, I mean, it's an ideology. Yeah, so, right? I guess, yeah, yeah. I, right? That's why I say kind of, but well, the thing that sucks, though, is that, like... It's genocide-ish. Yeah, genocide-ish. <laughs> but the, uh, the uh, you know, but, I mean, what, what sucks, though, is uh, obviously, like, a lot, w- disproportionately, like, a lot of, like, poor people, regardless of what they think and, like people of color die disproportionately yeah. to uh to white people for the of, of anything but it's also this virus yeah. of course and like that fucking sucks and a lot of it is because for two reasons one they ha- they have to serve a bunch of chuds that refuse to get vaccinated yep. as as restaurant workers or whatever you know like, the other you know, w- uh, waffle house uh, always makes you work no matter what you know like there's, there's that uh and then also um uh, a very understandable fear of like the government like filling experimenting you experimenting on, you, on yeah. you yeah yeah which like this is experimental by nature like the fucking vaccine it's been experimented now on the majority of adults but it still isn't even fda approved like the process of which this well yeah but i mean fda happened. approval the fda approves terrible shit all the time yeah. so like i don't really hold a lot of stock in yeah and they're, know, they're about to that, approve but... it so those goalposts will move I, I guess my thing is like i personally am not experiencing any more shot in freud at all i'm just like exhausted and shell-shocked by the uh, increasing amount of death and misery that this virus is happening on everybody and i don't blame like i said earlier people who are in you know sporadically feeling strong feelings of schadenfreude which is to say like serves you right like told you so blah 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 because like 
what else are you going to do when you're surrounded by this level of just constant grinding death and misery of everybody around you? Like you're going to come up with various coping mechanisms and stuff. The reason that I can't experience the joy of it all is like, I don't view these people as my political enemies. Like I'm not ready to elevate them to that status. Like when Donald Rumsfeld died, I was like, good fucking rest in piss. Like you fucking well, I mean, oversaw a radio host a, who's convincing thousands of people to not get vaccinated is absolutely really, my political yeah. enemy. Fair yeah. enough. Like, fair enough. I, all I'm saying is that, like, you know, I just, I, I really, really, really ready for this culture war around basic like Obvious a, epidemiology and like public safety to be over. Yeah, and that's sort of why I want there to be this question about anti like like make the vaccine mandatory, give people the moral choice themselves to opt out of the ICU care. Because if that is actually the moral choice, if like the biggest difference as to whether or not you get the vaccine or not is whether you are going to require crazy amounts of medical intervention to like stay alive. And you know what? You then, could. Like, I'm, I'm thinking. My logistics brain is like, okay, so how do you make sure that, like, when this person gets admitted to a hospital, like everyone knows that they have opted out yeah. of care? And I just think, like, you can make it like a cool, like, like a maga hat. I don't know, you <laughs> two on the nose, right? Well, but you're just like you, ha- but you have yeah. to like, you, you like, yeah. and you, just, like you get DNR a cool prize. Yeah, yeah, you get just like a yeah. cool prize that you're gonna love, like a challenge coin or yeah, whatever. That you can, and the people you know, that they're display... gonna want to carry around all the time yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, thing. no, you're so cool that you want to die. That's cool. These yeah. fascism is a death die. cult. Yeah, you're willing to die for your beliefs, and yeah. that's noble and whatever. That's else. very cool yeah, of you. Yeah, and and I would even get to the point where I'd say like actually fucking give them ICU care when they actually get sick. Like I'm not, I, I'm, I'm so <laughs> down with the Hippocratic oath in its concept is the issue I, I see is that they are having this extremely self-righteous, you know, defiant message about their individual liberties and freedoms. And they're not forced to make the moral choice with it, like putting any skin in the game at all, which is to say yeah, that yeah. like the, outcome that would be bad for the rest of people for them not taking this vaccine isn't weighing on their conscience and or they have to like pay like any skin in the game even if they just thought they weren't going to get icu care and then they did i feel like that would be a better thing because like it would reframe the whole narrative about you know the government's forcing this thing down my throat to I'm willing to not fucking use up collective resources that are, you know, there to help people who, you know, are sick from shit that they had well, no cause in. That's pretty antithetical you know? to the foundations of the political philosophy. But the point but is, yeah, they're yeah. not even giving that fucking choice. You know, like, yeah. it, like I don't know. Like, maybe this we wouldn't... can get a DNR. Anybody can get a DNR. Yeah. Like... I, that's a good point. I guess all I'm saying is, like, it, it, I want a short circuit this culture war i want it to be over i want us to well, get into a, a stable that's not gonna happen yeah it'll be want... something else the next thing that comes along yeah will have its own. and it's gonna be stupider <laughs> it's gonna be so much worse <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the war on christmas my lovely wife emily just reminded us that the war on christmas is just around the corner so close it's my favorite war yeah right. you should do a war on halloween all right. I think it's time for a wildflower. Sure. Personally, I, I think we could use one. We need one. Absolutely. And, and gosh darn it, we deserve one. Yeah. Whose is this? This is Chris. This is yours, right? Oh, I think this that, comes I think, courtesy I, of. I think this was no, David. David? Yeah, I think yeah. I found it. I think David, David found this one. Uh, Where is it? Yeah. From bizjournals.com, one of my favorite publications. Bizjournals. <laughs> 
There are many biz journals. There are so many. It is actually like a uh, the company is biz journals, and then they have regional ones that yeah yeah. yeah this is the yeah. Albany Business Review. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually it is a, actually a good publication. Like it's actually very useful. It's been very useful to me, and and, and they, they're not bad reporting. Um, I am ad blocked. Yeah, this article is yeah. for subscribers only. I don't think we need the whole article. It's just a fact. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get a marijuana growing and production plant in Saratoga County. Hell yeah. Beep, uh, for beep, folks beep. who aren't local, Saratoga County is very part of the capital district, very nearby us. Um, and this is a key step in the direction of getting retail businesses open, which will then allow us to home grow after whatever, 18 months. Mm-hmm. So crucial step. Um, for getting us all that sweet, sweet dank weed. Yeah. And making the end of prosecution of people who have been growing this herb for... Well, their, that's already yeah. over, but yeah. Well, I'm saying the, you can still be one of the last pot prisoners. So if, if no, you... No, you can't. Oh, which if, is if, insane. You're found, if, you're, if you're growing. If you're found growing. Yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, growing. No, you're right. You're which right, is insane. Yeah. Which is insane. You know? Because, like, it's this thing that we decided to stop making pot prisoners for, but we included an 18-month head start on private corporations having a monopoly on the supply yeah, gotta get that tax money yeah uh so uh just uh, the part of that you can read says that a four million dollar project is the latest example of the wager that builders developers and cannabis companies are making that new york will become the next big marijuana market and you know i mean like part of the thing is also I, I, this is interesting um it's also coming up with uh um the big uh chip manufacturer in in saratoga county also in malta right mm-hmm. um global foundries right both of these industries um uh require a lot of water mm-hmm. and uh electricity and regular stable electricity yeah yep. and all of those sunbelt cities that took a bunch of manufacturing and just general like jobs from the northeast now can't give you either of those things because yeah. they, they all have water shortages and now like if you go to Their texas are fucked up like yeah. yeah then now there's like a temperature range in which like you get electricity in texas so like they're leaving they're either leaving or they're not building new plants around there because you you need like simple stuff like water and electricity and you can get it up here and not down there yeah so, um, we have water for days we have so much, so water. much water the best water yeah, yeah. sometimes uh, a little too much water Sometimes a little too much water. I Speaking of, I hope Hurricane Henri does Henri. not fuck up our day. Yeah. Oh, is that coming in today? Today, yeah. supposedly. But it's beautiful outside, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Although, that certainly couldn't change. If my years in Florida have taught me anything, <laughs> it's that uh, that changes real fucking quick. So in I, fact, usually the weather right before hurricane is, is very beautiful because it sucks up all the bad stuff into the hurricane. So that's so, neither here nor there, though. So I don't want to get too, too far from uh, the field of um, lovely um, intoxicating flowers, yeah. um, but I stopped into a GameStop um, uh, the other day to see if they had any update as to when there will be Xbox uh, Series X's and PlayStation 5 consoles available. Uh, so these were both products that were launched um, uh, almost a year ago yeah. and have literally no available units like for any person, like no store has had them like for more than like one second and no online establishment has had them for more than like a minute. And uh, since it it happened, it has a lot to do with the um, geopolitics of 
the chip shortage mm-hmm. and that the chip shortage has uh, happened, um, you know, through like, I think there's like five or six main manufacturers of the chips that are used for GPUs, which are also used for Bitcoin mining. Mm-hmm. And that like the um, demand and supply of these chips has led to like fluctuations throughout almost every industry, including the video game industry. So basically studios have had to like pause on certain developments so that they can make games that cater to older hardware um, because the new hardware is simply not available because of, as uh, David was pointing out, the large amount of stable electricity and stable water that is required. And that most of these are, are located like in California, which is mm-hmm. going through record droughts and wildfires and, you know, COVID uh, shutdowns and like all this other shit. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting. It's like the climate affects all things. And even something that you'd think would be so far removed and like the cause of it, like Bitcoin mining or video games or something um, is so drastically been affected by this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on top of that is uh, um, another industry that's mainly that's hit a lot by it is uh, um, uh, cars. Like, yes. Like yeah. uh, 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 several plants are just going or furloughing or just shutting down because like they don't have any of the chips to like make new cars. We got enough cars out there, man. Which is cool. Yeah. Just no, honest, honestly, like we could, we could use every once in a while and just like, eh, you know, we, there's enough cars. Yeah. Yeah. I, fa- I, I found another, um, a non paywalled article for the, Oh, okay. Nice. For marijuana. You put so, it in the show notes. Yeah. Can... Yeah. Um, this is the post star, uh, and, uh, it is a, it sounds a, like a rapper name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a 30,000 square foot single story warehouse on a 43 acre parcel. Um, it, uh, the company would lease the building to a Massachusetts based cannabis company that would use it for growing and processing. Uh, and it, uh, and that would be cool. Yeah. I mean, it's always a little dubious when we do these wildflowers that are like, oh, a private industry is yeah, going to yeah. start doing a thing. <laughs> but, you know, we do the, it, look, it's hell world. We do the best we can yeah. uh, to bring a little, a little light into your life every week. So. Yeah. And, and who knows, maybe they, uh, like the, um, the intrepid staff of current affairs. Will, Try to become a worker. Yeah, job. exactly. Maybe they'll be successful. Yeah. Uh, let's give everybody a rundown of what's coming for the bonus, which we're about to record. We're going to talk about the current affairs drama, mm-hmm. um, and Nathan J. Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, rage quitting, so to speak, uh, firing a bunch of his staff, three people. So yeah. Hit, hitting the, uh, uh, self immolate button. Yeah. Um, in yeah. the, uh, social media world. I almost feel sorry for him. Almost. Anyway. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Trump's tax cuts and what those have done for many of the same people who enriched themselves on the, uh, war in Afghanistan. Yeah. We're going to talk about a, uh, alleged push by, uh, a whole bunch of millionaires to try and one time tax the wealth produced over this pandemic by the billionaire class. Yeah. So we got and how some... that relates to vaccines. Yeah. So yeah, we got a ton of good shit. Oh, electric cars. I mean, Patre- patreon.com so slash ironweeds. You don't want to miss this one. It's where it's at. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Ironweeds Pod. You can follow us on Instagram. Ironweeds Pod. And you can send us an email, why don't you, at ironweedspod. At gmail.com. Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs>